All right. So John and Keith Murray and a few other people could definitely um, uh, cooperate. Cooperate on this? Corroborate. So um, I bet this girl one time, uh, I don't even remember her name, and we went and hung out in Murray's basement, and she was like Doug and Jägermeister. Oh, and, uh, that's not good. And yeah, and uh, she got sick. And I walked her to the bathroom and she threw up all over my arm. And uh, that was the last time I ever spoke to her. I would say that would have been right before I I hung out with her. I would say that'd be right before I cleaned my arm off with her hair. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. And then John and and, and Murray, they they nicknamed her Squarehead for some reason. So this episode's dedicated to Squarehead. All right. Squarehead it is. Squarehead it is. I guess there should be an official way to start this. Who starts this one? Um, I don't remember. You. Oh, remember mate. you made fun of the last time. The way I, I, the way of, I was Every like time very, you started, I was, make it fun of very, you. It was a very special episode last every, time. Every episode you do is a very special episode. Dudley gets molested. <laughs> then the kid goes missing. <laughs> Jesse's on speed. God, we're terrible. I don't even know what number this is. 62? Uh, Hang on. I think so. I know how to do this. Yeah, yeah, it is 62. There we go. All right. Welcome to Mike and Dave Hit the Stage. I'm Mike. I'm Dave. And this is episode 62, Studio versus Live. This is another yeah. one that's been a long time coming. Yeah, and it finally I'm in technically my studio, I guess, my kids' room again. Computer room. But with my full setup. Yeah. Um, you know, not in my fucking car. For once. Yeah. Watching I actually have the weekend off. with a spoon. Yeah, watching woman Tully walk by. <laughs> sure, he loves that reference. <laughs> it's not him. It was a woman who looked like him. I know, he does but not he... look like a woman. No, thank God. Jesus Christ, you and Mike. I, I feel like I feel like I got that. Got to defend myself every time we do this, because and especially it's funny. Uh, we do these now. I mean, we used to do like like three or four in a row. And now it's either day of or um, a day before. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we get the critique from Mike uh, in Discord when we finish, you know, the next when it comes out. And half the time he, he says something. I'm like, what did we say? I don't even remember. And this is a day before now. Yeah. You, it's, so. it's not about what we're saying over time, it's that you don't remember what you say as you say it. You're not right. recording it into memory. Right. My brain stuff sticks in my head that I've said because I'm stupid, but it has nothing to do with like the text messages I sent you. What was it yesterday or the day before? I accidentally before, sent you a text message. I, oh, was, yeah. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. So I was. I, I figured it was a knife. I was like, what are you sending me pictures of knife? What are you sending me knives for? 
So a friend of mine asked for a recommendation on a knife for legal reasons. <laughs> and okay. I sent him something. I said, this is, it's not a very big knife, but it should be strong enough to cut through something like a leather jacket. Not that that's what it's for, but it could. And then you went, why are you sending me knives? That's, that's what you texted me. I'm like, all right. And then I said, I'm sorry, that's not meant for you. This isn't about murder. Right. And then I had to follow that up with. <laughs> yeah, Dave, Dave wouldn't kill himself or whatever. I said, Dave wouldn't do that. And then more importantly, I said, oh, wait, this was meant for a real man. Yes, you did say that, too. Thanks. Couldn't stop myself. It, it, I Listen, I get it. You're not amongst my knife-toting friends. Right, right. You know. Yeah. The either criminals or former criminals. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wouldn't call them criminals now. Well, if they're still criminals, they're still criminals. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just wouldn't say it to their faces. I don't know. Oh, I would. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yet again, why you said what you said. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, Studio versus Live, we picked... Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, we should Yeah, we should talk about the actual topic. Um, studio <laughs> recordings versus their live counterparts, and you picked some really good ones. Thank you, sir. You picked some good ones too. I like kind of what you did with this list too, because it kind of flowed. Both of us picked. Um, well, we'll get into it when we get there. I, I, I but I see the way you set it up, and I like it. Ah, for once we agree on something. <laughs> now, did you did you do that on purpose? There's a few that are back-to-backs that are uh, the Link. person who... Huh? The links. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, was cool. When I was listening, I was like, oh, shit. This is you, the guy who took over. This is the original. If you look at the at the list, I didn't change the order of the songs that were picked. I just picked the okay. uh, changed the order of live versus recorded. So I did recorded yeah, yeah, first, yeah. then live. That's the only yeah, thing I changed. Yeah, you called me an idiot because I, uh, yeah, I did them backwards. No, you did them the way you did them the way your brain thought of them. Yeah, that's normal. That's there's nothing wrong with that. Originally, I think we put live versus recorded, so you did it the yeah. way you read it, and I just changed it to like the way somebody would normally experience uh, stuff like this, where they'd either Hearing have it heard it on the radio or heard first. it on, you know, in some of these cases, I heard on MTV, right. And then you'd go and you'd find either a live album or you'd go see them live and you'd see it differently. Yeah. That, which is, uh, you know, I, I, this was a fun, uh, list because I, I, out of all the ones I picked, I've haven't seen one live. I've seen them all except one. Wait a second. And on yours, I haven't seen, oh no. Oh no. On yours. I haven't seen any. I never saw Judas Priest. Really? Um, that is, I, I, I just never got a chance to. I know. I feel bad for you. I I've seen yeah. Judas Priest. I think the second most out of any band I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I've seen them like thirteen, fourteen times. Yeah. So let's start. And um, uh, you picked part three by Fate's Warning. Yes, off uh, the album A Pleasant Shade of Gray. Okay. Which I'm glad you put the. I'm glad glad you put this first. Did you like it, it the my least? least favorite. This is my least favorite. Really. Uh, and this is going to say, I, I don't mean to sound like a, just, well, whatever. The fucking riff is so simple. Okay. Am I, 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 I see am what I, you know saying. what I mean? 
Um, it, the, the live version, the live version was better. Oh, it gave yeah. it a little more, a little more life to it. Oh yeah. But when I, when it first started playing, I went, e. Don't get me wrong. It grew on me. I did. I don't dislike. I don't hate the song. I just this is on this on this list. It's the least my least favorite. That's really funny too, because this is actually one of my favorite bands of all time. This okay. live album. Hey, listen. It may be just the song. And I picked this song specifically because it was a little more rock based than, you know, open sounding or here we go. Uh, no, right. sound muffling. <laughs> Discord's lovely um, uh, um, noise cancellation got rid of most of that sound. Ah, well, whatever. I'm drinking beers tonight. I can finally Correct have a coronas. couple while we're fucking doing this list. But uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's okay. Um, so the album Pleasant Shade of Grey, I love the writing, but I didn't like, like the recording because it sounds so sterile. It sounds okay. cold. It sounds emotionless to me. And then you hear Still Life, the the live album that this comes from, like the, right. the, the live album that was toured, and it's so much more vibrant. Mm-hmm. His voice is alive. The guitars are more interesting. There's so much more yeah. going on with... Even with keyboards, there's more ambient sound in the background. Right. There was there was a lot more to it in the live version. I felt the the the, the studio version was just so blah. Just, blah. Yeah. If, now I know you're probably never going to listen to the entire album on Pleasant Shade of Grey voluntarily. If you mm-hmm. were to, you would notice immediately how sterile the entire album sounds. But if you put on disc one really? of Still Life, which is a pleasant shade of gray beginning to end. It's a completely mm-hmm. different album. All right. Like it's it's an it's an emotional roller coaster musically. Yeah. And I By know the way, if you hear noises, if you hear noises behind me, it's my cat's fucking jumping all over the place. At least it's not your cat's fucking. No, they're brother and sister, bro. Come on. They're cats. Cats do whatever the fuck cats want to do. <laughs> they're fucking cats. Anyway. Yeah. Um I've seen these guys more than once and they play okay. something from this album album at almost every show. And mm-hmm. every time I'm happy, I've never right. seen a bad fate's warning performance. I've seen an emotionally is- strained one. I've seen technical difficulties, but never had a, never mm-hmm. seen a bad show. Now I, a pleasant shade of gray part three. All right. Uh, how many parts are there? Uh, 12. So it's one, it's one piece divided into 12 right. tracks. Some of them are, okay. are like sh- short intros and, you know, ambient pieces, right. but some of them are three right. or four minute songs. There's nothing like, okay. there's no 20 minute grandiose epic in the middle of this. Right, right. It's, they're broken okay. into, actually, I'm going to bring it up on, I prefer the still life version just because it's amazing. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the longest song is uh, seven minutes. And that's the one I wanted to use, and I chose not to because I know you would not handle that. No, I would. Listen, but twice yeah. in a row wouldn't be fair. Okay, I got gotcha. you. I, you know, as much as I want you to experience the music I like, I know that there that you're you're still going to be consuming this, and it has to be in a consumable mm-hmm. form. I got gotcha. you. Because on Still Life, there's also a track on the second disc that I could right. ruin your day with. 
Uh, it's called the Ivory Gate of wow. Dreams, and that's twenty minutes fifty four seconds. Oh, I would quit the podcast. I know you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm not doing this." That'd be the first time you'd be like, "No, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even huh. gonna hit play." Right, right. So, boy, yeah. Let's go yes, to your go first. Yes, and you pick the Conjuring by Megadeth from P Cells, who, yes. but who's buying? Yes. One of my favorite songs, only because it reminds me of walking to school in high, uh, high school. Uh, I didn't go to the... Um, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no. I did not go to my my zoned high school. I don't know. Here in New York, you know, you go to zoned high schools yeah. uh, in public school. I don't know if it's the same way around the country. Oh, that's true. But, I, uh, I never thought of that. But uh, so all my friends went to the zoned high school. And, uh, all right, here's, here's the story. Here's why I didn't go to the zoned high school. Please tell me my zone. Your, the school you had to go to was for special ed. No, <laughs> the school I wanted to go to, uh, well, no, the school I was supposed to go to, uh, now, uh, you know, in the news back then there was no internet in the news. There was a lot of, um, Asian gangs that were supposedly in that school. Yeah. No, no, and, please uh, keep going. And my parents didn't want me to go. So they got me, uh, and this is also before the internet again, so we used somebody else's address who was zoned for that school, said I lived there, and uh, I went to the other school. Oh, you committed mail fraud in order to get to a better yeah. school. Everybody did. I know. Uh, my parents but, lied about uh, where we lived to get cheaper tuition on Catholic school. Yeah, so... This song reminds me of one of the first first month or whatever, walking to school with my Walkman. And, uh, you know, I can only carry so many fucking tapes. And Peace Cells was one of my favorite ones. And this was one of my favorite songs on it. So uh, Peace Cells is a good album. I remember a live version. I couldn't find the right live version. Because um, I don't remember what it was on when I heard it. That I get. Because there's so many times we hear live tracks... You hear so every once in a while they'll release something on MTV or, you know, you'll see something at a used to see live tracks at live shows. They play them on like a video right. stream in between band setups. Yeah. But, uh, but, uh, yeah. So peace cells, I mean, uh, peace cells, fuck it's on peace cells, the conjuring. Um, oh, I have a fucking peace cells story. I'll tell you after this. So, uh, yeah, uh, I, Love the live version of this. I love both versions. But the live version, I feel, is so much... There's so much feel into in it. Oh, absolutely. And considering Megadeth was more speed than substance at the time. Right. Well, the substance that they were on was causing too much speed. Um, <laughs> it, it's amazing how much they got across. Yes. And and this song, I mean, especially in the live version, uh, and 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 on a, on a, a speed metal like that, they have a breakdown at the end, a literal mosh part yep. that the live version sounds so fucking cool. Yeah, the recorded one's all right, but the live one is so yeah, cool. yeah. But the live one, it's so fucking heavy. It's so like um, like full. I don't I don't know how to explain it. it you know, the, the it feels the, more the, airy and open. Right, the sound is so oh, beautiful. I love that 
metalheads make this sound when we when we talk about bands. There's a ah oh, involved in everything. Yeah, it, it's like, oh, it's so good. It's not. It's not it's even. A, it's the it, way it's, Italians it's, describe it's, bread. It, oh, don't talk to me about bread. I tell my wife, but my wife's not Italian at all. And I tell you know, at the end after spaghetti and meatball, uh, meatballs, I take the Italian bread and I, I dip, you know, I dip it in the sauce and the, and I go, this is the best part. And she doesn't, you know, I mean, she gets it, but she doesn't. There's not that feel. She doesn't. You know? <laughs> now I'm not Italian at all either. I have no Italian right. in my in my in my lineage. Right. In my house, when you made sauce, my well, right. back when I was living with my parents, my dad used to send me to the store. He goes, go get two loaves of Italian bread. And one of them right. was for lunch. Because what he'd do is take yes. the somewhat cooked sauce and then uh -huh. you just bread and dipping. That was lunch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I'm, I'm drooling thinking oh, about yeah. it. Oh, I just made so spaghetti good. and meatballs the other day. I texted my, from my son. I said, on the way home, I'm going to get stuff to make spaghetti. Because I make my own meatballs. You know, I don't make my own sauce yet, but I'm going to learn that too. My mom does. Uh, and one time I made it and it didn't come out right. But uh, so... I, I, I got to learn to make my own sauce, but I, I texted my son, I'm going to make spaghetti and meatballs on the, you know, tonight. And in big letters, oh my God, it's so good. Yes. I asked him, I asked him, do you want me to make spaghetti and meatballs? That's what I did. And he was like, oh my God, you don't even have to ask. I made it uh, last weekend. I made it for my mom and, and my family. And mm -hmm. I buy, because I don't feel like taking time to make meatballs, I buy the package of meatballs from our butcher. So okay. they make right. them That's and pack bad. them there, and they freeze them. Yeah. And then what I do is I I drop them into the sauce, cold. Mm -hmm. And because I slow cook okay. my sauce, they came out. Yeah. All right. Perfect. All right. Oh my god. I make mine. Yeah. I make mine in the in the oven. I make mine. You know, mine are. Uh, you bake them uh, first. Ground beef. I make them ground beef and and um uh, and and sweet sausage, um, and then uh yeah and then I bake them, and then I throw them in the sauce, and it's not that long. I do it for like maybe. Half hour, forty five minutes, just to get the taste in the sauce, and oh, I, I, my goodness, when I do them normally, I'll do them in the like I'll fry them in the pan a little bit just to get a little brown on the outside, mm -hmm. and then right mm -hmm. into the sauce. I love that this turned into a food show, a food, uh, food show. By the way, there's but, no uh, cooking instructions; it's just drooling about food. But but here's the I know, but here's the we're getting back to the oh part of 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 of, of music, um. It's hard to explain to somebody who doesn't know or doesn't feel the music the way we do. Uh, that's the only way we can. It's that uh, it's it's a feeling. I can't tell you what it is. Nope. Uh, There's no real way to describe that feeling to um, right a, a civilian of of the of the of the type of music. Like an outsider doesn't get it because I can. I can do it with, with it doesn't have to be metal or, or punk or hardcore or anything like that. There could be a pop song that I hear and I just go, oh, it's like that that one part that just, ugh, just gets me. Yeah, the end. You're a dick. I am a dick. I saw it coming. I'm like, I, I can't stop. I can't stop it. Yeah. But the, the, the truth is, when it comes to what I call it, you know, getting the hair to stand up on the back of your neck. Or getting mm -hmm. the goosebumps, hundred percent. Whatever does that for you is amazing, because that's that's ASMR. not something you can. What'd you say? It's it's ASMR. Oh, I never knew I had it. I had it my whole life until somebody explained it. What it is? I, I get that chill down my spine. It's a brain orgasm. It really is. It's it's a, ooh. It, 
I don't, and I get it not just through music. I get it through a bunch of stuff, you know, not the weird stuff that they put on fucking line. Like, yeah, I was going to say like people doesn't do it. Spreading lettuce and shit. But like the whispering, the whispering does it. That does Music does it. Yeah. It, and it doesn't have to be anything like, like weird. Because of my hearing damage, whispering pisses me off. Okay. Whispering and mumbling. If I'm like, I work with a mumbler. And every time he talks, I go, I don't know what the fuck you just said, but I'm going to assume it was <laughs> insulting. Yeah, mine, mine is um, uh, f- rooms full of people and somebody across the room trying to tell me something. I'm like, yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. I say I got nothing so often. People think right. I'm kidding. I'm like, I have no. no idea what you just said. And I, right. at work, when somebody mumbles or says something, I, I go, what did you just call me? Right, because they're more likely to repeat nervous. it if they if if they feel like you're threatened, mm. and it it um it's terrible. I'm so deaf. Like even now with these headphones on, there's just a ringing in mm. the background. Oh, there's always a ring. Yeah, for me too. Too loud, too close, it's too terrible. too long. It's yeah. That's why I tell my kids now. I'm like, bro, listen, you plug it up, keep the volume Learn from down. Me. I'm a, yeah, I was a dope, and back then there was. I mean, at work. At my job, the, the, one of the hugest things is 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 um, hearing conservation, and um, they every year we have to go for a, a, a hearing test. Oh, that's good. And mine hasn't. They give you a baseline. They find your baseline, and then um, mine hasn't changed. In I've been with co- coming up next next week. I'll be there for twenty three years. Uh, mine hasn't changed in a long time. That's good. Which is great. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm fucking. Deaf, dude. I'm gonna say I'm getting deaf. Not as by deaf the day. as I thought I was. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting like no, I'm, I'm not, not. I'm not getting like the, my hearing is not going okay. The ringing is getting louder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm, I rarely use headphones. I don't play music in the car very loud. I try not to to assault right. my senses. Um, right. I used, when I used to go to the gun range, gun range hearing protection was a must. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the studio, I made the mistake of not doing it and. Oh. I have paid for it yeah. dearly. You know why? And, and and I mean, there were probably so many ways I could have got over this. I probably could have asked fucking Mike or Joe or somebody. As a singer, I felt like I couldn't hear, hear feel, yourself. feel the music. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do it right. Because I couldn't hear. I heard myself in my head, which is weird. Which Because doing this, all I do is hear me and you in my head. Yes. Which I need. But singing, you need to hear more of the out and back rather than right up here right because it's a different like i I mean the way my voice sounds in my head is different than the way it sounds outside of my body right so i would i would try i would do it for like a song and i'd be like i can't i can't and it just i mean yeah it's 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 funny i could i could tell you um my hearing is better in my right ear than my left and that's always because the bass was always on the left and you think the bass did more damage? I think, I think so, yeah. Which is funny because usually the higher register sounds do the most damage. I don't know. I the, the, It's hard to tell cuz I'm trying to re, uh, we're talking we're talking to uh, like four people now, but the Roxy setup was always two was the bass and the and one guitar on the on the left side and one amp on the right side. So maybe that's why Maybe it was a combination of the bass and the second guitar. I don't know. Uh, we, I don't know. My time at Roxy, I spent 90% of the time on the opposite side of the room of the ba- of the amp. 
right just because of what amps wanted to be used i just plug in right. run my cables to the other side so i was out of the way mm-hmm. i don't i don't give a shit where i stand i can hear myself yeah big ass bass tone that's all you need <laughs> i i never yeah. I, I didn't need to be close to the amp i wasn't making adjustments set it up plug yeah. everything in walk away the, the only time you go to the right, amp right. is when you got to turn it off mhm that was it so let's go to number three on the list. Right. And I, I, I didn't know what you were going to think of this. Um, oh, before we do that, let me say oh, what God. it is. This yes. is Kill and Destroy from Blaze Bailey from the album 10th Dimension. And okay. from the album As Live As It Gets. First thing I thought of was you couldn't call it Seek and Destroy, so you called it Kill and Destroy. It was my stupidity. I know it was nothing had nothing to do with that. Which is funny because um, the original song uh, Search and Destroy by <laughs> Iggy and the Stooges goes right. way back. Um, uh, this how do I say this? I liked it. I liked it, but I kept and this is my, my problem again. I kept uh, comparing him to Bruce, Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. Um, the song started, and he started singing, and and uh, on the on the on the studio version, and I went, they this is the guy they got to replace Bruce Dickinson, and uh, I just I, I didn't see why. The... Right, right. Don't get me wrong. Okay. Uh, I don't. I don't expect every band when you get a new singer to find someone who sounds like the old guy, like like Ripper. I hate saying that. Tim Owens. Uh, he's on this Tim list. Owens. He's coming. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the 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 Journey guy. I forget. Arnold I forget Pineda. The... Or if, well, um, uh, it started with great. Uh, if... Um, wait, let well, me do this because Mike Mike made sure I knew this. It started with Greg Rowley. Then it mm-hmm. was Steve Perry, then it was Steve Ogieri, then it was Arno Pineda. All right, we know Steve all Perry, all right? Steve right. Perry and Arno Pineda. But these are bands that went out and looked for people who sang like the original. Yes, which which I understand. Um, and 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 uh, Iron Maiden did not. But I compared him too much to uh, Bruce Dickinson, and. As I was listening, I understand that he's he's a different person, obviously. And uh, the only thing that got in oh, the no. way was the thick Scottish br- what? Oh, you're you're yeah. botting a little bit. Oh, uh, a second. sorry. I'm oh no, you're, my you're, it's not your fault. Oh, okay, right. continue, please. So, um, uh, the thick uh Scottish is it a brogue? I don't even know if they know I don't it's think an Irish he's Scottish. Brogue. He's not. No. What is he? I think he's Dude, get your dick beaters. Get your dick beaters moving. Oh no! I fucking fucked the video up. Hang on. Oh come on! I got it. Relax. It ju- it, when I full screen an app, it sometimes fucks with the. Shut up. Oh, all right. So he told me he was Scottish. Well, I could have sworn you told me he was Scottish. English. Oh, is he English? Uh, original singer for the band Wolfsbane. And then, okay, well, whatever. In, uh, from what was it, uh, 94, 95, 
he joined right. uh, Iron Maiden. Out two uh, two albums later. Froze. I'm not frozen. Uh, no, I'm getting updates from fucking Norton Antivirus right now, and it's well, slowing my shit it's down. It's 2024. What the fuck are you doing with the Norton, uh, Norton Antivirus? What the fuck am I supposed to use? You don't. You don't need that shit anymore. Why not? Window, you're I'm running Windows 11. You raw dog the internet like I do. Windows Defender does a great job. I don't know what the fuck Windows Defender is. It's built into Windows. You don't even have to think about it. Mike uses, I think, Malwarebytes or something. Gonna... I, I raw dog the internet. Oh, all right. I, I, I don't do anything on the internet anyway. God, it makes one of us. I'm not a... I'm not a... Well, I'm not a teenager anymore. My God. There was some, there was some computers I should have just fucking, you know, ran right to the clinic. Everybody but remembers anyway. giving their, their computer aids to get like two Limp Bizkit songs or a corn song. Yeah. Oh, L- LimeWire or whatever uh, the fuck it was. Yeah. Yeah. Napster, Morpheus, <laughs> LimeWire, Kazaa. What happened? Yeah. Kazaa. Kazaa was Kazaa. mine. Yeah. I love that thing. Uh, uh, it would take four. It would take Frost four Fire. days to fucking. It would, it would take four days to, to download a fucking movie. That I can get in three seconds now. Jesus Christ. You don't, you don't even have to download it now. You can just start playing it. And when it's done, it right, as it as it's the right. until you're ready for it again. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Anyway. So uh, please, yeah. Bailey. Okay. I, I so wait, maybe he's this. from the dregs of England. Go ahead. What? I do want to mention this. Um, this is his second album after okay. leaving Iron Maiden. Okay. He had uh, Silicon Messiah, and then he had this, uh, The Tenth Dimension. Having it Listen. be the second album away, he started to step away from trying to sound like he's filling in. That's what I was going to say. That Okay, good. Because I was about to say, I enjoyed it because it was not, hey, I was the Iron Maiden guy once, so I'm going to continue to try to be an Iron, Iron Maiden sound. tribute band, right? I liked it that it was it was it was his own sound. Um, the now that we haven't got there yet, but uh, the crowd participation in a live album is what I love, and the one reason why I hate my next one, I dislike. I dislike one of the things I dislike about the live version is that the remastered versions try to make it more studio. And I don't, I don't want to hear a studio version. If I want to hear a studio version of a live fucking song, I'd listen to the fucking studio version. You know what I mean? Stop taking the crowd out of it. Stop, stop, stop. Cause that's what they did. And and they, they didn't do it on this. Cause uh, when the crowd was yelling, kill and destroy, I was like, Oh yes, that's what I like. I give me that chill. That's the chill I get down my spine when the fucking crowd gets into it. Yeah, and that's what you want to hear. You want to hear a crowd chanting kill over and over again. <laughs> hey, I, I, Listen, I we're, honestly we're, love Dave, we're built song. differently. We're built differently. You know? Yeah, I'm shit Someone would look at us pile. and go, no, no, not me and you. I mean, I mean, me and you are on that part, we're the same. Where somebody on the outside would look at it and go, oh my God, they're chanting kill yeah. and we don't 
Well, maybe in your maybe in your situation, you do mean it. But I mean, it's just the yeah. it's the <laughs> it's right up it's there the, with it's uh, the uh, creeping death live. Get it yelling die, die. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, no, Doug, this song not the greatest. Listen, I, not gonna lie, it's actually didn't not love it. The best work after Iron Maiden. It's good, right? But it's not yeah. the best. I just love this. There's actually on the same album uh, as Live as It Gets, he does a cover of one of the songs he wrote with Iron Maiden called Sign of the Cross. Okay. And it's very much, you can hear it that it's an Iron Maiden song. Right. And that's the main reason I didn't include it. Because I yeah. wanted it to Listen, be I'm, his sound. I'm glad you did. It, it worked. It was awesome. It was awesome. Also, he's responsible for some of the coolest album titles. Silicon Messiah, The Tenth Dimension, um, Blood and Belief. They're really just mm -hmm. awesome titles. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't you don't yeah. see a lot of that. You see a lot of, you know, like the whispers. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the next Where the did next that track. Come from? I don't know. I go ahead. I saw it the other day. I saw something called The Whispers and it made me want to like choke myself. Not, not while way. masturbating. Don't don't, don't choke yourself. <laughs> don't choke yourself while masturbating. So the next one is Hallow Be Thy Name from Iron Maiden off the album Number of the Beast. And the live version is the remaster of Live After Death. <sighs> I know the remaster is the part that we hate. But you can't find live the original death. Live After Death, real live one, real dead one. I wish you could. I know. Why is it not there? Why are they both not there? Because... So the band poured money or the label poured money into remastering the live album. All so their out and, and the album, all the albums too. I know. And they scrub everything else off of music services to do that. What's the numbers? Why? Is, is it three? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't care, but <laughs> all right. Just being a dick. It's okay. Number three. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Now, uh, Iron Maiden, the first thing I heard was Live After Death. Really? That's why it holds such a special place in my heart. Okay. Is that I heard those, I heard the live versions first before I heard the studio versions. Interesting. Yeah. I'm not, so, you know, I'm not shitting on it because I, I, two minutes to midnight, um, uh, run to the hill, all this album. Oh, excuse me. God, God damn it. What you happened? had to bring it up because now I'm fucking. I'm you, drank, you drank too fast. You're getting burped. No. But uh, it's it's not what I heard. It's not what I listened to when I was a kid. You know? There was more crowd. There was more feeling in the song. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, now. Live After Death was released in 85. 80, I was going to say 84. Okay, 85. Excellent. And then the remaster was done in 98. Right. And the difference in music, not only musical style, but recording mm -hmm. quality and mixing was night and day between, it's what, 13 years? Yeah. Yeah, 13 years. Right. That 13 right. year difference is huge. Right. Because even the sensibilities in the metal community shifted away from live, live recordings having big crowd sounds, uh, the amps sounding uh, big I'm and not... reverberous. Right. That's what I want to hear, though. I mean, I that's, I love it. That's what and I this, love. The reason why the reason why I put this song is because 
by far, this is my favorite Iron Maiden song. Yes. Oh, God, I love this song. And is never get f- tired of it. Since I was a kid, though? I've never gotten tired of it. It's now, my favorite. It is pretty awesome. It is probably the most. Yeah, no, it's, it's got it. For, as far as the Dickinson written stuff, this is like right, number one. It's, it's this and number the beast. If anybody, if anybody asks me, what does Iron Maiden sound like? I would either play this or number the beast. I would usually avoid the uh, number of the beast or the prisoner because of the long intros. Too much. No, but I'm just, I'm just saying the sound in general. Yeah. What does Iron Maiden sound like? Here are the two oh, yeah. songs that if, if you want to know what Iron Maiden sounds like, these are the two songs. Sure. Hallow be thy name with those, with those, with the guitar harmonies and everything. Ugh, makes me want to throw up in a and good way. This is way. back when they were still just two guitarists. Right, right, right. They're three now. Yeah. And, and, and live, they are disgusting. Yeah. So. And Bruce. Bruce is what, 68? How old is Bruce? Dick Peters away. 68. Yeah. 68, I'm saying. Yeah, hold on. Go ahead. Do it. I'm working on it. Working on it. You need more computers in that fucking room so it doesn't screw up the the flow here. It's not fucking up the flow. I can't I can't like type and and talk and deal do all these things at the same time because I'm an idiot. Hey, go get it. He's sixty five. You talk to you? okay. I was off by three years. Yeah, he's he's uh, sixty five. He's one of the younger of the of the yeah, uh, metalheads. But either way, even at sixty five, dude, I'm forty seven, and another fucking uh, eighteen years from now. 18? 18? Yeah. Uh, fucking I know. I'm fucking I, terrible. I'm man. not going to be. I can't sing now. I couldn't sing before. What the, who the fuck? Right now, Mike and fucking Johnny are fucking yelling at their fucking computers right now. Or whatever, their phones saying that you couldn't sing before. Oh, when I know. But I, I mean, was now. Able to sing I and somebody goes, when? Yeah, yeah. That's right. But at 68, I can't sing forget to save my about life. it. Yeah. So that's the thing. That's another thing that we, we talk about. These, some of these guys are still on tour. Dude, Halford's what seventy four? Just turned 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 seventy four. Think so. I'm on it. Right. I think he just turned seventy four. And uh, the man. I mean, listen. He's unreal. Live. Oh yeah, he's seventy two. Th- okay. God damn it! I'm always making people. Ironically, older. he's not the oldest member of uh, Judas Priest either. Judas Priest. Yeah. I think it might be. Hold on. I think it might be Scott Travis. No, he's younger. Scott Travis is younger. Uh, I think it might be maybe Glenn Tipton. 76, Glenn Tipton. Ah, yeah, old fuck. Ian Hill, 73, K.K. Downing, 72. It's amazing that these guys play as these guys are in their 70s. Right. And they're fucking playing these. Dude. They should be. They should play Painkiller once and then just call it a night. Good night. See you later. From from most seventy that something a... year olds, that would be if they did it. That'd be their activity for the month. Right. My mom is seventy. My mom is going to turn seventy four in April. Now I'm not saying that you know, but that's uh, the age comparison. Is my mom up there doing that? What? No. <laughs> my mom. I. Uh... 
my mom's turning 73 this year. So yeah, my mom's yeah. at all that right, age. So, she couldn't do all right, that. So, right. Right. My mom is my mom is 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 active and and you know, she can get around, but I could never see her doing something uh hours upon hours of excuse me, of doing that, you know? So the youngest member of Judas Priest is their newest guitarist, Richie Faulkner. Was he 47? 44. <laughs> and he almost died on stage. He's a fuck. Oh, is that the guy that had a heart attack? He had an uh, an aortic dissection or aneurysm on oy, stage. Oy, oy. Yeah, he almost I, fucking I, died. He... Yeah, I remember seeing the video. I fucking panicked. Even though I know, knew he was all right, I watched it. I was like, oh, my God. Ugh. That's scary yeah. shit. Nope. Yeah. But back to Iron Maiden. Um, the remasters don't do justice to their live performance. No, no. I, I, and the, the the sad thing is that I I I saw it on 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 a couple of these. A couple of these are remastered. I think your uh, uh, one couple couple ways down is another remaster. I was like, oh, really? Um, uh, no, actually, everything no? else is not remastered. Oh, okay. I could have sworn I saw one. Anyway. But when it, when it comes to Iron Maiden, I saw Iron Maiden and actually, um, I saw Iron Maiden, Queensryche, and Halford at the Garden, and that was okay. in that was one show. That was one show. When the fuck was that? That was in the early two thousands. So sounds there was a time See, where they were talking super, about doing. That's when I was super punk rock and shit like that. I wish I, you know what I wish I would have done. I wish, listen. You know, they, it's so funny that they say, you know, youth is wasted on the young. I got into it, you know, I was a metal guy, right? And then I fucking became like a punk guy. And I went, oh, my God, I wish I fucking, I, if I would have saw that show today, I would have been like, I'm going, I'm going. That's an absolute, that's, that's, oh, that's a no skip event. Right. It's like, I can't skip right. that. But that's, but that's the funny thing is that, um, and by the way, I, uh, I don't know if you saw, but uh, for for Valentine's Day, I gave Mary Jane a card with both both concerts we're going to. We're going to see Frank Turner, and we're going to see uh, the last uh, Sum 41 uh, tour. Uh, and the interrupters are open for them, which is fucking phenomenal. But uh, uh, but that that's the thing is is I like you said, you know, you know, it's funny. I know I bring up Sum 41, and you're like, eh. I'm not a fan. But it's the last. But but it's the last. I tried to also see um, Blink 182. I, I think we've spoken about this also. And their when they came so back expensive. around, the tickets were like six hundred dollars for one. Yep. So I went and and I, I know Mary Jane. Mary Jane uh, loves some forty one. So I went and when I found out that there was the last tour. Uh, I went on and I and I was, um, I was under the impression I was. I went like this. I went. Listen, I'm going to try, and she'll understand this. I, I know because you know, uh, if it's if it's. A hundred dollars a my my limit would would have been a hundred dollars a ticket, okay, uh, right. But I went and it was, it was doable. It was like eighty dollars a ticket, and I'm like, that is not terrible. That's not the worst you thing. You know, you're not. No, and it's at the Brooklyn Paramount, which I've never been to, so I don't uh, the know. Brooklyn Paramount is still under construction. Really, I drove past. That's it. what I thought because I drove past it la uh, last night. So it's a new place and nobody's played there yet. I have a, I have it on my concert calendar that a band that right. I listen to that I do not suggest for you at all called Slaughter Worm. to Prevail 
is playing in May. I know them. But, uh, Alex Terrible or whatever the fuck yes. his name is. They're going to be playing there. It'll... Yeah, I, I've watched some stuff. Uh, yeah. I know you're not, not a me. fan. Yeah. I just love that his voice is that growly and brutal. And he just, he has almost like a light, like a light voice speaking. Yeah. He sounds like my yeah. brother-in-law with a Russian accent. My brother-in-law is not Russian. But he's okay, got a very light weird. voice. Yeah, I was to say, is your brother-in-law Russian? No. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so so I bought yeah I, I bought those tickets and um, but it's something like that that I didn't pass up, you know. Even though I know it's and, and by the way, and I, I think I've told you this before, I saw some forty one, uh, because I wanted to see H two O open for them, and I went to see H two O and I was gonna leave after H two O, but then I was there with Keith Murray and he was like fuck it, he was like we we were in, it was in Sayville, it was at uh the Starland, and he was like dude, he's like we fucking drove to Jersey, let's fucking just watch the show, and honestly. Some 41 blew me the fuck away. Blew me away. It's funny because they do they fucking blow. <laughs> uh, they do, they do, no, but they do metal covers like metal. They'll do metal, they'll do metal covers. They'll do Judas Priest covers and they're fucking perfect. If they do anything this time around, I'll try to take a quick video. I will tell you, uh, it, I, it, the last time I heard a band talk about like somebody saying oh they did a really good cover of metallica song it was nickelback covering okay. sad but true live okay it wasn't bad uh, but it's yeah, still true. you know right it's not no, exactly... they, they wouldn't do sad but true they would do like leper messiah dude that would be they're not they're not they're not yeah they're not playing they're not gonna play fucking uh enter sandman because these guys these I guys have that song in their fat lip they they say Maiden and, maiden and priest are the gods that we praised as one of the lines in the song. And I told you that new that well their their last album is split in two. You know, I mean it's called Heaven Heaven X Hell, but the Heaven part is a punk album and the Hell part is a metal album. It hasn't come out yet, and um, when we I, will, I looked at myself for a second ago, I could just not move and he think I froze. <laughs> I would because that was so, just, I don't like anything about some 41. I really don't. All right. You know what? When this new album comes out, I'm going to do We're going to do a solo episode on just their fucking metal side. Let's do that. Okay. If to deal with my shit, I have to deal with yours. All right. Move on to your next one. Okay. So this is where we get controversial. And this was actually really hard to find because okay. why? Okay. So th it, even if you look at the the list, it doesn't give the proper right. name. It doesn't give the album. This is oh, yeah, yeah, Bloodstained yeah. Okay. from the album Jugulator by Judas Priest. Why? I just noticed that. Snake Pit. Snake Priest. What the fuck is that? So, this is the first album with Tim Owens. Right. Um, since Halford rejoined the band, they haven't reissued any of the Tim Owens stuff. And they won't. Because Halford doesn't give a shit about it. But it should still be out there. It's out there if you want to no. buy it new, but you're not going to be able to find it on streaming services. Remember when this came really? out? Really? This came out in 97. And there was right. no streaming services. So it never, like, went, by the why time streaming services became an option, it was not new. So it wasn't, you know, Halford was back in the band. They did, when they uploaded their discography, they omitted all of it. They, they omitted. That is. They omitted Nuts. Jug uh, Jugulator, Live 98 Meltdown, 
uh, no, I'm sorry, 98 Live Meltdown and Demolition, the three albums with Owens. Oh, I'm sorry, four. Wow. Live in London. Ah. Uh. So four albums with Owens are basically scrubbed from the internet by accident. Like they just didn't include them because they don't, they're well, not. By accident on purpose. What well, you, I'm, you know what I mean, but more like they didn't need to upload them because they're not part of Halford's discography. So they just omitted them. So those, so those are like the thirteenth floor of Judas Priest. Very like there's much just so. no thirteen. They just, yeah. So that's the, pretty nuts. Ninety-eight live um, meltdown. Ninety-seven uh, uh, jugulator came out. By the way, um, they were on MTV once with Owens. Okay. They played a video for one of their songs. I think it might have been, it might have been either this or or Bullet Train, and. It was on 12 Angry Viewers, and they were like, no, this sucks. This is annoying. Skip. And seconds. It was like 45 seconds. Uh And it was off and never shown on MTV again. Okay, so so the live version of this is him still with Judas Priest. Yes. Okay, because I took offense to what he said, only because I love Rob Halford so much. When uh, he said, let's play something a little more brutal. Well, it was meant to be the new stuff was so much more extreme. I understand. Also, I like, go fuck. Drop tune, uh, not drop tune, down tuned. Uh-huh. Because he couldn't go as high as Halford. So what they did yeah. is they brought the guitars lower to his vocal range. So on all the songs? Everything so on that album. Weird. It's crazy, but it's good. Yeah. Like to hear. No, but I mean, every song? Every song. Like uh... the Sentinel. Uh, Electric Eye, Hellion, all of it right, is brought down a little bit. But does it sound weird? It sounds awesome. Yeah? Okay. I'm not saying it's better than the original. I'm not saying it's better than Halford. Right. But in and of right. itself, it's awesome sounding. Um, Their version of Beyond the Realms of Death on this uh. is completely different than every other live version you're ever going to hear. Right. Diamonds okay. and Rust, completely different song. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, but, the way they okay. do it on this, you know, I was about to, so I was about to protest. His. I was about to protest, but uh, like I said before, I don't want to hear a live version, uh, uh, a studio version, um, live. So if it's different, I might actually, be, it might it might be interesting. So how you familiar know? are you with Judas Priest live albums? Uh, I've heard one or two. You know, I mean. Again, it, as a kid, uh, I did, didn't, which is weird because, you know, I heard uh, Iron Maiden for the first time live and I loved it, but I never, uh, I, I guess, it, I, I, don't, I don't know why, but I didn't like live albums growing up. Okay. I liked studio, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. And now it's switched. I would love to hear a live album of something. Even if I didn't like it, uh, it, it it's just... um. Seeing or hearing a band live is just—I love the little experience. nuances. I love right, and 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 we're we're gonna get to it. There's there's my next song is I have I have so much to say. I have a lot to say about it too, and not what you'd expect. Okay, but um, oh, yeah. when it comes to yeah, like especially in the mouth, not relax, pump the brakes, right. relax. When it comes to Judas Priest, the album Unleashed in the East. It's a live album. It's awesome. Right. It's very high energy. There's a version of the Ripper on there that is completely different than most uh, versions. 
uh, different than the 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 album. Their version of the Green Man Alishi is on there, mm-hmm. and that okay. is a completely different energy. Diamonds and Rust is a uh, like fast paced. Mm-hmm. It's almost like chugged by comparison okay. to like the slower versions that we've heard recently. But live uh, 98 Live Meltdown is the reason that they slowed down um, Diamonds and Rust. Okay. Because they do the, they have the acoustic part and then they the heavy stuff is really like like heavy like heavy metal balladish rather than the way that they used to do it, which was fast paced. Okay. So let's go on to the next one. Which is I still right. believe by Frank Turner from the album Keep England, uh, keep England, keep England, my bones. Keep, I'm sorry, England. Yeah, what are you dyslexic? And then Fuck. the live version. Yeah, I am dyslexic. The live version is from Reading. Reading 2010. 2010. So what year was the original released? Um, so I don't remember what year. Uh, um. England Keep My Bones came out. I want to say 2000. It might have been 2010 or 11. 11. Um, I just looked it up. Right? So, so technically the Reading was before. Okay. If you listen, the crowd doesn't know the song in the beginning. And then they pick it up at the end. Because they've heard uh, the 18,000 lines of lyrics that this song has. 18, okay. It's Why? Like, is it too much for you? It's eight pages fucking... of lyrics. Listen, I saw this song. Me and Mary Jane saw it was Frank by himself without the band uh, in uh, the Brooklyn uh, Knitting Factory. He came and played, and uh, this is the this is the the show that I uh, found Franz Ferdinand. I know you love uh, 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 Franz Nikolai. I'm sorry, (laughs) Franz Franz Ferdinand was the guy who got killed. Was it World War One? World War One. Yes. Yeah, not first. The, the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. Uh, no, Fra- Franz Nikolai, which I know you love. Um, but I've heard uh, probably about three or four different versions of I Still Believe. Uh, he came and he played at at um, at, at, at Brooklyn uh, Knitting Factory. It was just him and his guitar, like, like the live version of this. And uh, it was completely different. He was writing it, and he plays these new songs before they come out. out on albums, right? And he does that. the The only part, don't get me wrong, the song's not completely different. Let me, let me go back a little bit. But the part that always stuck was that part where the people sing. I still believe he did that in Brooklyn when it was like three hundred of us, uh, and Reading. If you listen to the song. You can hear a few people singing it, blah, 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 blah. And then he gets to that part and everybody sings, I still believe. And that gives me fucking chills. I can understand that. I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't like it. I like the live version better. Okay. I'm not, yeah. like I said, I'm well, not, I don't I like something? the recorded version. Can I tell you? Uh, okay. I don't like the recorded well, version, but the live give version me, give is me... fun. Listen, I just bought Frank Turner tickets. He's playing May 26th at the Paramount. There's still ticket avail- tickets available. Buy fucking tickets, fucker. It's a Sunday. You can go. Uh, There's a lot of depends involved in, in me ew. going. Ew. Why? Well, not actual depends. 
No, I, I bring yeah. an extra well, pair of underwear. In with the you, I never know. No, I usually with bring you, a pair of underwear know. in the backpack in case I shit my pants. No, um, no. If if my wife has to work, you know, she works we- oh, every yeah, other yeah. weekend. So it's planning, a lot of planning. But a, a, a Frank Turner live show, and you're going to sit in the corner and just fucking be miserable. You know what? Don't come. Because there's that one part in the, in the, at the end uh, where everybody's dancing, and it's so fucking fun. Dude, you're going to dance. You're going to fucking come. Like, you're going to dance. Do you come. think I would be there going like, Ugh. I think so. No, I, I enjoy live music as well. No matter oh, what it's, it is. A, for, a Frank Turner show is so fun. Because nobody gives a fuck. Frank Turner, like, yeah, yeah, Timmy Turner, I know. Yeah, Timmy Turner fucking shows are so great. They're so fun. You fucking, nobody gives a shit. You dance, you yell. It's fucking fun. But go ahead, why don't you like the live version? No, no, uh, I like the, the live uh, version. The recording version? version, it's for, it's clean. It's very clean, which is fine. Yes, yes. But this is the kind of thing you want to hear in a bar. Well, that's what he made, right? He writes. I know, but you, you you don't want to hear it clean. No, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's I, that see, energy. Like you want it. You don't want it cleaned up. You want it open and live and airy. Right, right. But he's got to put out a. It's, a, it's not a huge version. argument. Right, and he and he added a lot of shit in the in the in the studio version. Yeah, you know, it it, it it's not. I mean, huh. He now has well. Oh no, he might go back. He's not on a major label anymore. Okay. Uh, he was on Interscope. He was on Interscope for uh, five or ten years, and uh, it, this time around, he, he's he, his new album comes out in uh, a couple months. Uh, it may, I think. I think the beginning of May. Okay. Um, and he said uh, he's not with the he's not with the the major label anymore, which is great because he doesn't have to. Uh, not that he did when when he was on it, but I noticed it was uh, very hard to reach him. He'll talk to bro. When I was at it, fifteen years ago, I wrote a, a, a when I was a I tried to be a blogger. Uh, I wrote a whole thing about about him and that don't stop it. Can't and stop uh, it. was and, it uh, slash fiction? I, no, no, no. I, I would write about forty-one, showing you how, I, what it was, what it was like to be a man. I don't know why you let me speak. I don't. I really don't. I just think I was frozen. No, I tried to fucking make you think I was frozen. It was good. I for a second, <laughs> for a second, and I saw your eye twitch. So anyway, so anyway, uh, I, I wrote this thing. I sent it to him, and he responded, and he still does to this day. If you if you email him. He will respond. He'll talk to you. Uh, and I noticed when he signed with. Uh, Why uh, would you tell me that? Now, all I want to do is message Frank Turner. Uh, go ahead. He'll talk to you. Go ahead. If you're feeling lonely, fucking text him. No, uh, email him. Then text him. Uh, but uh, I noticed uh, when, when he signed, you, you know, uh, Mary Jane and I have met him a million times. But I noticed we went down one time to go meet him because I already know I know what bars he hangs out at. So we go down to meet him at the bar and he had like, like two bodyguards. And I was like, eh? And he didn't let it bother him. You know, they like stood next to him. But like he still spoke to people. And like if they say he was like, take it easy, guys, please. You know, because he's a he's a man of the people. 
I hate that term, but I knew get it. Would, I knew that would catch you. I said it on purpose. This is the douchiest sounding thing I've ever heard. Oh, Man know. of the people. I said it. I said it on purpose just to see your face. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oi. I love it. You oh, okay? Terrible. Yeah. Are you running out? Are you running out of steam? No. No. Oh, okay. I'm hungry. All the talk about all the talk about sauce got me going. All right, then let's speed it up. Go to your next one. I'm not speeding it up. So let's go. The next okay. one is "Nailed to the Gun" by Rob Halford or Fight from the album War of yes, Words, Fight. Fight or the album Live Insurrection. Okay. Um, I I know you said that uh, you did not like the Fight album because he sounded thin. The sound and is I hear very it. thin. You hear it? I heard it. As soon as... Excuse me. As soon as it came up, uh, listening to that version and listening to the live version, I hear how thin it is. I understand what you mean. The guitar and sound I thin, love, there's no bass. I love the Fight album. But you heard it. <laughs> but I heard it. Well, because I didn't have any context back then. But you bringing it up uh, and then it being here, I heard it and I went, fuck, he's right. It's very, it's, it's hiding how good Rob Halford is. Very much so. Yes. And then the live insurrection version is mm-hmm. the exact fucking opposite. Right. No, it's full. It's yeah. It's Halford being Halford. It's great. And it, this was actually a secondary choice. From mm-hmm. this album, from both albums. Because okay. I was thinking about using Into the Pit. I love that song too. But the I, th- I was wondering why you didn't. The live insurrection version has um one of his guitarists doing right. the vocals with him for Into the Pit. Uh growling. Okay. And it's good, but this is better. Yeah. There's also I yes. also thought about okay. using a duet. A Halford duet. Of what? Um, on the first Hal- Halford album, he did a duet with Dickinson called "The One You Love to Hate." Really? And on this, on this live album, they also do it together. Dickinson, because it was on that tour, he came oh. out and they did "The One You Love to Hate" live. And it was the problem was it, it sounds exactly the same as the recording, just with crowd in the background. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, his voice is immaculate on this. The guitars are mm-hmm. awesome. Now the funny thing is, um, for Live Insurrection, there the two guitarists are Mike Chalasiak and oh man, I can't remember the other guy's name now. I had it, right? Uh, Pat Latchman. Okay. So, uh, bass is Ray Renato, and I can't remember the drummer's name, but Latchman's important because he left after this live album. He left Halford's mm-hmm. band to uh, sing for Damage Plan. Uh, here's one thing I wanted to bring up also. I didn't think I, I forgot to bring it up before. This is not fight. No fight was the right. And these are completely different musicians. Well, here's the question. Who Play. cares about the rest of fight? It's Halford. No, I understand. But, and, and in a few of these, um, like even the, 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 the Megadeth version that, uh, of, Oh, the lineup of, has uh, changed significantly. Yeah. So you're not hearing. That's the only thing that, that kind of got me was I was trying to, I didn't, I, I, I was thinking about trying to find the same lineups for each, for the live version and the studio version. 
Only because people play, I know it's the same song, but people play it differently. You know? I'm looking at the the members of Fight, and yeah. I'm, I, I'm, there's only one person I knew from Fight. One. Okay. Rather than Halford, <laughs> Scott Travis. Oh. Drummer for Judas Priest. Okay. Right. That's it. But it's 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 funny because uh you know we're 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 comparing live versions versus oh I'm uh, sorry studio I have versions, to, I have but... to time out. Go ahead. One other member of fight. Russell John Parrish. Name doesn't sound familiar, right? No. His uh stage name is Satchel from Steel Panther. Satchel. I hate Steel Panther. Yeah, me too. Oh, Robbie Lochner from Great White. And some guy named Mark Chaucy. I don't know. Yeah, no. No nobody had to give a shit about other than Halford right. and Scott Travis, because Scott Travis is awesome. Okay. Been drumming away all this time. But yeah, this <laughs> live insurrection, I, I swear to you, it is one of the greatest live albums I've ever heard. All right. 98 Meltdown, a play, uh, uh-huh. uh, Fate's Warning, Still Life. I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now, yeah. Um, and uh, Halford Live Insurrection are some of the best live albums ever made until we get to the last song. The last no. one on this list. All right. You motherfucker. I had to. That's why I put it last. I know. By the way. And I put my favorite first. And I you put the uh-huh. one I always forget about. And I don't know why I forget about it because I love it with all my heart. You put it last. Now, the song itself is amazing by itself on the album. Wait a second. We have to say what it is first. So okay, go ahead. This is Nutshell. Uh, from Alice in Chains off the album Jar of Flies. And yeah. it comes in Music Bank, but it was from their Unplugged performance. It, oh, does it? Did I? It, it's from the, the it, version music you got from I don't the know. Music Bank collection. Yeah. But, but it's, it's the Unplugged at uh, the MTV. Um, the thing about Alice in Chains, uh, never got to see them live. This is the only band on my list that I never saw live. I did. I um, saw them live, but not with uh, Lane Staley. Lane Staley. Uh, um, one of my favorite bands, only because they were able to make a heavy album, and then their EPs were this. This. No excuse. I mean, the same album. No excuses. I mean, they completely changed their musical style. In between albums, every album like, is a completely different experience. It's amazing, and I love Alice in Chains for that. And I'm so disappointed I never, never got to see them. Now, if, I don't want to go to see them now because it's not, it's not the same Alice in Chains. I, I mean, you they know. are fun. They are a fun show. Oh yeah, but okay. it is honestly, I've heard from from what I've heard, the later Lane Staley shows were not good. They were not a good time. No, he was just. He's just. He was in bad shape. The high old. The um, recording yeah. of uh, Unplugged, he did sitting down wearing gloves because his hands were covered in track marks. 
is he was shooting oh, between yeah. his fingers. You know, yeah. he was not in a good way. No. Um, but not being in a good way led to an amazing performance. But yes. that doesn't make it great. So much, it, 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 so much feeling in this fucking song. Live. Oh, oh my God. The, we're talking about it and I'm getting that feeling. I know. It's because fucking... I remember, because this is, this is what opens Unplugged. It's the first okay. track. And immediately uh-huh. the hair stands up. Right, right. If I can't they, be yeah. my own, I, they tell I you feel where better dead. Yeah. Those, those they tell you where they're going. Right mm-hmm. It was so painful. It was so good. And yeah. that is the, like, this is the, the moment where we realize that Alice in Chains makes fun of Metallica all the time. I don't remember that. You don't remember on Mike Inez's bass, it said, friends don't let friends get friends haircuts? Yes. Yes. Because he You know what? It's so long ago. Stop himself. Because I did watch the the uh, the video of this a few times, you know, listening to it and then watching it. Oh, yeah. Just to get the feel. And I didn't even realize. I read that a million times. I didn't even realize what it meant. And, and this is something Joe, Roxy Joe and I talk about all the time. Um as much as Lane Staley was the vocalist, the harmonies that that were provided were right. so intense. When, what's amazing to me is that uh, I didn't realize how much vocally, uh, uh, what's his name? Jerry Cantrell oh, provided. Remember. Jerry Cantrell provided. After, uh, after Lane uh, died, uh, watching them play live shows again and hearing him sing and go, holy shit. That had a lot to do with it. I honestly, there, there are times and Joe and I were talking about this. There are a lot of times where people thought that the main part of the harmony was lane, but it was actually Jerry. Right. Right. And lane was backing him. Right, and we didn't realize it, and uh, until he until he until passed. he was gone, and yeah. they did it, and you're like, wait a minute, it sounds exactly the same. Except now, now with William Duvall doing that because he does the same thing, where he uh, backs Jerry Cantrell in parts where they do the harmonies, and right. it's it's amazing to hear him back up, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jerry Cantrell. Yeah, it's awesome, but at the same time, it sucks that we no longer have Lane Staley. Yeah. yeah. Please don't do heroin. Heroin's a horrible drug. It yeah. takes lives. It ruins lives. And even if you even if you try it, it could be the first time could be the last time. Uh, it killed so many of the bands we love. My God. Well, no, it killed a lot no. of the bands you love. Because I know you're going to mention, uh, was it Sublime? Didn't he fucking okay. OD on the yeah. H? Before they got fucking famous, too. That album blew up after he died. Could you imagine? He never knew. Good. They were famous, but after he died, that album took off. Good. Fuck him. Jesus Christ. Take it I easy, never liked man. Sublime. Okay. Fuck. Uh, what was the other? Who was it? It was a Shannon Hoon from uh, Blind Melon. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. We're not any poorer for knowing. Whatever. They were a good band. They could have been some. I have made a a Kurt Cobain shotgun reference every day this week. 
You're a terrible person. I, I literally, I found that video of the guy talking about a shotgun. He goes, it's a, it's a powerful platform used by, uh, what was it? Used by hunters, breachers, and sad musicians all over the world. Oh, jeez. Fuck him. Courtney did it anyway. I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, I, I watched that documentary. I fucking definitely think she did it. <laughs> Even though, I don't know. Just remember, uh, if he hadn't died, we may not have had Foo Fighters. So. I know. I know. <laughs> Are we really Foo suffering? Foo Fighters rule. Foo Fighters rule. Dave Grohl came into his own. Oh, he really My did. My God, that, that man is a genius. I can't believe it's He's, he's been genius. in. He's been in two of the most successful bands I can imagine for. Yeah. For the style. And of those two bands, he is the most important member. Yeah. Because, yeah, whatever, Kurt Cobain, Chris Novoselic, nice guy, whatever. Pat Smear, terrible name. <laughs> well, because he came from the punk, he came from uh, the I germs. know. I know, he's, but he's also a very funny guy. You can't his, have the his name real Pat name's Smear probably, being funny. His, his name's probably like Pat Sanchez, too. Have you seen him? Looking, looking it up. Hold on. <laughs> Found him. Uh, uh-huh. Not even close. George well, I don't even Robert know Ruthberg. his... I, I, he's Jewish? Wow, that's an assumption. Just because his last name is Ruthenberg? Really? That's an assumption? His last name is Ruthberg. Ruthenberg. All right, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, Dude. German Jewish immigrant father, Native American. Okay. Was it African American and Native American mother? Okay. All right. Okay, oh. that's. He joined Actually. a commune at 13. One second. What's up, buddy? I know, buddy. Uh, Go downstairs. I'll be down in a little bit. You okay? We're done in like 10 minutes. Your gloves are right? All right, go get them. All right, then I'll get them tomorrow. Go play your game. I love you, dude. <laughs> Change just woke up. For him. <laughs> huh? Eight o'clock, knack time's over. Do they, are they off from school all this week too? Coming up? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't care. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, that sleep schedule is going to get crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, and then and yeah, and then Saturday night I finally Saturday night I'm finally like, you guys gotta go to sleep, you gotta go to work, uh, school in two days, and I try to get him back on. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. So I guess on that note, uh, we're done for today. Oh yeah. So I discovered something the other day. Oh, here we go. I was on Facebook and I found another oh. group that Luigi's involved with. I don't I don't know how to do this anymore. There's so many. What's it? Oh, oh, you know what? You're right. I did see some improv group. They're playing on a. They're playing a, in a, in a few let, weeks at the Let Love In, which is still the funniest. Not the funniest, let but love it's a in. fun that's, name for a that's, for a. That's for a, a cool bar. name. That is a cool name. The Shove It In is still the funniest. Wow. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. No, um, you, you can find you him, go on, see him. It's easier if we just find Luigi on Facebook yeah, or just Instagram. Look him, yeah, uh, Luigi Gennaro, uh, Luigi Gennaro voiceover. You can find all the links to him. Um, I'm gonna go through the ones I do know off the top of my yeah. head: Radio Free Tibet, 
the Weege, and uh, Tiny Cyclones. Those are the three I know the names of. There are two more, which I'm not as familiar with. I'm going to be getting familiar with them. Oh, he... Wait, there's one one with a T? Is there one with a T? He just sent me a a friend request. I don't know. I'm not doing the search again. (laughs) And then there's one that's the initials of the three members of the band. I will get them for the next episode. So, yeah. We're going to, he's got to deal with communication issues. Um, We're going to talk about Roxy Joe and uh, Acyst, A-E-C-Y-S-T on YouTube. You can check him out. You can, I think you can find his music on streaming platforms as well, but I've always found him on YouTube because he also has a visual component to all his songs. I highly suggest you check him out. Um, We have John with Unworked Apparel. Awesome designs, unworked apparel on Facebook and Instagram. He does great work. He'll work with you, work on designs with you. Um, he does more than just shirts. He did patches for me a couple years ago. It was a great time. He helped out so much. And then finally, we have. Wait, we're missing two. We're missing two. We I have, know. I was talking to my son. I'm sorry. Relax. Don't worry. Joe, you did. You did Luigi. I did Joe. I did Luigi. I did John. You did John. We have uh, Desolate has a new album out. That's Leo. Oh, I was like, who the fuck is that? Desolate, yeah, you got to check them out. We're gonna, I'm gonna end up putting one of their songs on a list eventually because their stuff is amazing. A new album came out this month. Uh, Check it out. Uh Uh, You can find them on uh, Instagram, Desolate NYC. I don't know if they have Facebook. I barely use Facebook. I just because I've known Luigi. You've done a few years. things uh, the past couple of days where I've looked and uh, you've you've put something on there and I'm like, oh look, Dave did some shit. I posted something today that somebody felt they had to contact me because they thought I wasn't okay. Oh, is that the? Uh, I I read it. It's 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 something that somebody said. Um, what we should say instead of uh, going with the flow or whatever. Oh no, uh, yeah. But it was just as the horrors of existence persist, so must I. Oh, that's what it is. Yes, because they they want to. You should you should uh, uh, replace that with uh, um instead of go with the flow, living the life or whatever, yeah. Go, whatever. Yeah, living the yeah, yeah. whatever living it is. Dream. Yeah, but you live in the dream. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Um, that was one. And of also, two let me posted. Somebody's like, "Are you all right?" Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm like, me. Yeah. Yeah. If you leave me alone, I'll be fine. Yeah. Well, no, it was meant. It was meant like, are you okay? Like they were worried about me. But at the same time, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. I'm too stupid to do stupid shit to myself. Yeah. Listen, I'm too scared to do stupid shit to myself. It's gonna hurt, and I don't like to be hurt. It's, I tell, I tell people all the time. I'm like, my dad joked it. Like I, I joked with him about going out in a pool of somebody else's blood. Yeah. I'm not against it. <laughs> gonna go out so of, i got one more go i got out I, the way i came in oh uh you have to cover mike uh mike pacheco yes yes look up michael pacheco on um i know it's so weird it's the same thing when people call me michael it's so weird i'm not my parent my mom and my fucking sister call me michael um uh mike michael pacheco on uh on 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 spotify he's on all the all, all the all the the um Streaming platforms. Uh, his new album is X. Uh, check it out. 
his band Molar Remains gave my band UFK our first shot. Uh, we opened for him at the record release party for No Cash Flow, I think. Uh, way back in '97 at Castle Heights. Uh, check out No Cash Flow if you can find it. I don't know if that's on stream. I don't think that's on the streaming stuff. But uh, I have a hard copy of that. And uh, if I can find a CD player, I'll play it again. Um, and that's that. Oh, and I'm a, I'm, I'm the main star of the video for Pain Elemental. Look oh, it I up. Thought, I thought you meant that we'll that one of the one last show where you fall off the stage. Well, that's yeah, yeah. Star of the but, show. But uh, look up, look, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Continental, great. Doing a show at the Continental, and I fucking fall off the stage like a fucking asshole. Uh, but look up, uh, yeah, look up Motor Remains, Pain Elemental. The, the, so what do you mean, the, like uh, an asshole? Oh, I am an asshole. Yeah, I know. But uh, listen, salute. Enjoy the last of that. You gonna give it the? You gonna give it the Mississippi uh, tornado? I don't know. What the fuck you spin that the means. bottle and then let it slide down your throat. No, I'm not that good. Got to relax the throat. I like to. Yeah, I like to drink beers. I don't like fucking tricks. Oh, God, we're assholes. So, for now, take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Hail Halford. I really thought he was going to freeze there. Hail Halford. We'll catch you soon. <laughs> Bye-bye. I'm a hugger and a toucher.